Blog Talk Radio. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, You guys want to start the show? Let's start the show. Welcome to Saturday Morning Cereal. And I can hear you right now saying, what the hell is Saturday Morning Cereal? Well, friends, Saturday Morning Cereal is this little podcast we do that celebrates and discusses all the themes of Saturday morning cartoons that not only did we grow up with, hell, these themes have been growing up right alongside us. Uh, Who's doing this talking? That's me, of course. I'm Dan Grimshay. I'm your host. Uh, but for some reason, I've always got these guys with me. Uh, first off, Marky, sound off so they can hear you, too. Up, up, and away. It's Superman Day. Yep, that's enough. Uh, we also got uh, Jimmy the Gent Lazinski on board with this one. Jimmy, Jimmy, who is, of course, our Batman expert. Uh, Jimmy, why don't you say something that isn't Batman? Uh, Superman is a close second. All right. <laughs> Sounds like we are all on board with a little Superman action today. Uh, you know, you know, I heard a rumor Superman is dating that Lois. Mm, he married And they're that. doing it all over the CW. Is this <laughs> is this true? I don't watch much TV. Someone tell me. Hell yeah, it is. Damn good he, show. He married her and they knocked out a couple of kids on this show. Yep. And that's all kinds of CW dynamics. One of them well, has I'm superpowers. I'm glad you guys you brought that up. If you haven't seen it, one of them has superpowers. And one of them has a, a, a inferiority complex. One of them and got replaced. You kind of wonder why you should see it, but we'll try and get you back <laughs> on the wagon here with it. Uh, we're talking about that because today our, our guest uh, that we have a nice long conversation with is none other than Wole Parks, star of uh, screen at least, perhaps stage. I haven't done much research. Uh, but he plays John Henry Irons, I believe mm-hmm. is, is the name. If I got this right. Yes. Correct. Correct. But you know, uh, he's also uh, known as that all he is. Also known as Jimmy. Um. Well, in the first uh, first couple episodes, we thought he was Lex Luthor. Right? Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like, and I think before we get too deep in the Wale, Mark and I, uh, I really loved that first episode, that first pilot episode, mm-hmm. and really yeah. set the tone for the show, and really captured, I think, the essence of Superman. Right. And it was super it was those first couple episodes were the whole show is good. But those first couple episodes were super cool because we didn't know that it was John Henry Irons. We were kind of given a head fake that we thought it was going to be Lex Luthor, a a, a new black actor playing Lex Luthor, which was cool. But it ended up being John Henry Irons, who I think what you're trying to steer me towards, Mark, in the books and other media is also known as Steel, yet to be revealed on this show. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so it's it's yeah, an it's, open it's secret deal. that yeah. he is playing Steel. 
uh, a role. Maybe that famous, comes up the in way. the uh, chat. But, oh, maybe it does. Maybe. I guess we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> well, well, Steel is also – it's the Steel Superman, right? So they kind of gave – it's like another title for this particular Superman, which Steel, I believe first came Steel. out um, in the um, – in the aftermath of the death of Superman, didn't he? Correct. John Henry Irons, uh, at the when Superman died, four um, uh, heroes picked up the mantle of Superman and wore the shield. Uh, one of them was ended up being the Eradicator. You had your cyborg Superman. You had uh, Superboy and John Henry Irons as Steel, who more or less had a sort of an Iron Man type of suit and a big hammer and uh, was one of the... Uh, uh, pretender isn't right word, but claim he one of claimed to be the new Superman. And we had when Superman died, we had those four uh, four show, shoot up, sh- 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 sidekick. Uh, no, what I want so, uh, spinoff spinoff superheroes that each one filled. There was four Superman titles each month, so each one of those heroes filled one of the titles. Each one of those titles was about that. So Man of Steel was about John Henry Iron's Steel. Iron. I don't know, I don't know if that helps. <laughs> no, it's it's well, even even with that primer, it's a little convoluted. I don't know. John Henry being the old uh, American folklore, mm-hmm. uh, the right steel right. driving, iron driving mm-hmm. man. I forget which one it is, but now they're playing with all kinds of words. And on the show, he's not even technically there yet. So to date, if I may, I believe the only person to have played a live action would be one Mr. Sir Shaquille O'Neal. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, Los Angeles yeah. Lakers Hall of Famer Shaquille O'Neal, yeah, <laughs> yes. I completely forgot that the movie Steel, starring Shaq, was the same character. And I, I might have actually even seen Steel in a movie theater back in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> so, sure, you did. You um, seem like yeah. that kind of guy, yeah. Well, I'm a big. I love the Lakers, I'm, especially that era of the Lakers. And so, yeah. I mean, I was. I I love Shaq. That guy's awesome, but. And um, I'm kind of trying to remember the movie. And yeah, was he a Laker then? Yeah, I actually never yeah. saw. Or was he in the Magic? Or wasn't he in the Wizards or something? No. Well, he he was drafted by the Orlando Magic, but one of the reasons why he came to L.A. aside from the huge contract that L.A. gave him, careful, don't <laughs> was, alienate the listeners, uh, was also um, that he was in Hollywood and he did have these other aspirations. He was a right. very he was a, a accomplished rapper, you know, uh, you know, he, he had a, a couple of albums. generous use of the word yeah. accomplished. Defined accomplished. <laughs> In that he was uh, he published and sold, <laughs> sold music. <laughs> and then he, and he also, uh, again, he's a very accomplished actor uh, who, you know, was, uh, yeah, he starred in this. And um, I actually... Um, in preparing for this recording, I went back and I watched the trailer of it, and then I looked at the title at the uh, title card, like at the end of the title, and there's no DC in it at all. There is WB, um, so I don't know if they had the DC blessing. There, there is no Superman mention in the movie, to my recollection, and there's none. There's no Superman reference in the trailer. Now there are some like little um like these like one-liners and quips in the trailer they're hinting at there's a superman universe going on but this is not the same character he's also i think he carries guns he's more like a robocop in the steel shaquille o'neal one so 
I guess technically well, Shaq probably dominated the pre-production meetings and said, "No, yeah, well, I don't yeah. think he's going to be the Superman." <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I think uh, I think yeah, I'm yeah. want a gun. <laughs> yeah, so that it's definitely one version of the character, and this one there have been a couple of incarnations in animation, mm-hmm. but Wole Parks on Superman and Lois, uh, which is already out the new season three, uh, he has come closest to. This this version of the character is closest to the comic books so far. I mean, it's still different, but uh, spiritually, uh, tonally, he's kind of the same. Yes, yeah, spiritually and tonally, his like origin story is completely different from the books. Right, right, right. right. So, but and they they do kind of give him that little kind that kind of background where he's basically taken over Lex Luthor's kind of suit to be feel Superman. Because it's all of Lex Luthor's tech, and that's why they kind of throw that curveball at you. And then, but at the same time, they've also given him this kind of backstory within uh, within the series that it's his daughter that's helping him kind of make the suit and customize the suit and improve it. Um, so there's like a yes, it's very kind of Iron Man where they you know there's like this team that's kind of building on the suit and kind of helping create this, and then. Uh, there's this little arc where Superman is the Clark Kent Superman is not in the show for like a ser- for like a episode or two, and you know Steel Superman has to kind of take care of some of some of the Kryptonians and things like that. So there's yes, tonally it's the same character, but I'm, I'm fairly certain in in the comic book his daughter helps him a lot too. She's like yeah, his I, sidekick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I but, think that that part of it is still holding on there. But this particular John Henry is from a whole other dimension. He comes from a whole other earth mm-hmm. that ever, where Superman has gone evil and killed a bunch, I think killed everybody. And in fact, uh, John Henry Irons was married to Lois in this other earth. So he's, that confuses him on this earth. And, and then, but his, his daughter, who he brings with him to, let, let's just call it our earth or earth one prime, um, his daughter is the biological daughter of Lois Lane. So there's right. a crazy dynamic going on there. Right. Uh, when you so get he, the... he somehow Awkward. breaks. Awkward. <laughs> it's a little weird. Yeah. Breaks, flies, leaves a dying planet and flies to our planet uh-huh. for the sake of this conversation. I'm not sure the names that CW has given these planets. but And then his daughter follows him in a rocket through the through the wormhole or whatever it is, rift in, in dimensions, similar to Kara following Kal-El, right? Like as, as their planet is dying. So that sets up, like that's kind of where it's different. He lands, he's got Lex Luthor's tech. So we all think, everybody thinks he's Lex Luthor. But as we come to find out, he's, like I said, he's married to Lois there, which creates a lot of drama and friction, right? Yeah, at, at, at least at first. And then... Right. You know, it starts to smooth out, but there's still like these little moments between these two spirits, you know, like they're right. They're still kind of maybe that'll come up in the conversation. Other. OK, there you go. Who knows? Who I have not heard say? it yet. I'm, uh, I, I was not there for the interview, so it's going to all be new to me. Good. That's at least one new listener this time around. Uh, now, before we get to that, though, I want to zoom out a little bit. We'll talk more about Wole and the role uh, after we hear from him. Uh, set the tone more for the show for me. I saw the pilot along with you guys. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't have a CW box here at my house, so I haven't been keeping up. What? How does this show rank? Because I, I do. I, my finger is on the pulse enough to know 
these CW superhero shows are falling left and right. There's very little left of this old Arrow Forest. So is there something setting this one apart, or is this better? Is this a different animal? Tell me more about it. I would say that uh, that remains to be seen. So uh, there was a, a huge push that was, I think came along in part because of the COVID lockdown. So they just kind of greenlit whatever they had in production at the time, which we're talking about Batwoman, Stargirl, um, uh, Superman and Lois. And we still had The Flash, which is uh, wrapping up nine seasons, I think, right around just about now, if not this week, next week, by the time our, you hear this. And uh, so I think um, Wonder yeah, Woman and, coming out. I'm sorry. Gotham Knights. I'm no, no, I heard you. I'm just really sorry that that got is getting made. Uh, thanks for feeding me that, by the way. Um, I'm very sorry that. Uh, yeah. Um, so Batgirl and I'm sorry, Batwoman and Stargirl have gotten clipped. Um, Stargirl was actually a really good show. Batgirl, uh, Batwoman, I would say not great writing, but it's cool. I'm still excited to see you know any minute of the Bat Family get some airtime. And I think what it'll remains to be seen if this gets a season four. We're starting season three right now. And if this season does well enough, hopefully there'll be another one. And that I, I feel like that might be more telling about the future of CW superhero stories. Because there's I think there's a lot more superheroes we can touch on. Like Well it uh I think the the like first wave um Legends, was, I'm forgetting I guess, legends. Which is tomorrow. also clipped. Yeah. Right. Um right. but like I think like that like first wave was kind of, for lack of a better term, the B level DC heroes. And I'm you know, that's Flash and Arrow, um, and then just kind of that whole grouping. And now what's kind All of Justice left, Leaguers. I, don't know. I know, but still. I mean <laughs> but still. Uh, you know. The 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 They're not the, the top two three most They're yeah. not the tri- triumvirate. Correct. And right. so now the only shows left are Superman and Batman adjacent um shows you know and uh i think that is that is quite telling um gotham well, knights Bat, already that woman couldn't couldn't hang though yeah so but, i don't think it's and, just the you know they're not just saying all right they're attached to a bigger name enough that that woman was mired in controversy after that first girl uh rose mm-hmm. rose uh her name escapes me got clipped oh, yeah. and they replaced her with uh javicia as a, a different Batwoman. And so it, it it struggled from there. Uh, I'm, you can check out my YouTube channel, Retro Cool Nerd, where I talk to a lot of the cast members of uh, Batwoman. <laughs> In the nick of time. <laughs> you don't mind me uh, dropping a little plug there. Nope, nope. But, uh, yeah, it was it, – it still only lasted the three seasons because I, don't, I think they – she wasn't – fans didn't accept her as much as they liked the first one, Rose. Batwoman. Well, well and, so, and I know this isn't TV, but DC even scrapped a basically finished Batgirl movie. Yeah. Well, it's so it seems like they're, they're definitely not safe just because, you know, right, your whole, last name is Wayne. There was a whole changing of the guard. They brought in James Gunn. They're just, it's completely different now. But back to your original question and like its tone and things like that is the the Superman and Lois show which was evident from the pilot episode is tonally the most accurate Superman TV show that we've ever really seen. You know, now where the, what I think makes it so different and special is that they're bringing Superman in, in a, in, in a very, like a, a, like, uh, 
it's like not a a a real like tired out Superman show or movie premise. There is this is not the Superman origin story. They they you know Lois and Clark have two kids. One of them has powers. One of them doesn't. There's this whole dynamic. He has returned to Smallville. You know he's away from the world of uh, Metropolis, but he has like. The whole Superman lore is already established, so you've so now you 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 actually have to take it like after Superman has fought his greatest battles up until that point, you know the things that we read in the comics and what the movies kind of covered. This is Superman now as a family man and kind of having to deal with that, and his son, at least one of them, having to deal with coming to grips with having these powers, and his other son not having them. And and what so it's a Superboy origin show. It's a yeah, it's a Superboy. Even though even even though Super Superboy was Clark Kent as a boy, or Connor, um, I forget his name. There's a character by the name of Connor who was a Superboy as well. Connor Kent. Connor Kent, but he was adopted. Just, he was another adopted kid, though, right? I don't think he was the son. He is. Uh, well, he's a uh, he's a clone he's made a clone. from Clark and Lex, Lex Luthor's DNA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering but, how long it uh, how long you got to wait to he, adopt a Kryptonian yeah. baby. He adopted uh <laughs> Superman or Clark Kent's last name and he goes his Kryptonian name is I think Connell. Oh, okay. That's which is kind of funny. It's Con. Which is fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so so yeah, like um there's I think that uh, spiritually, I love using that word here is uh, it's just very very on point with the Superman character while at the same time taking that character to places where we're not really used to seeing him go. You know, like mm-hmm. one of the best things about the Superman Returns movie is that they introduced the concept of Superman having offspring and what that kind of means to the world and to him. So um, th- that's what this show does. It does it great. And yes, there's some CW high school girlfriend, boyfriend drama, and it gets a little cheesy at times. And uh, there's like this affair arc. And, uh, you know, he also has to deal with Lana and, um, they, one of the coolest things too, one of the things that I appreciate so, so much, there's no tricks about Clark Kent. Nobody, everyone that knows Clark Kent, they do not know that he is Superman and he doesn't like, there's no trick. Like, like, like Superman could be on TV and no one is saying, Hey, look at Clark on TV. You know, like it's yeah. they completely brush that aside. It's so funny. Yeah, I don't think the world works if you don't do that. Correct. Oh, yeah. But yes, yeah. Um, Smallville did something kind of different in that nobody really ever saw Superman. He was like known as the blur. So, so he was never really caught on film, you know, so they didn't really have to explain anything. Um, so this one just, just kind of accepts it. It's just it's part of the premise, and let's just move on. They can't tell. You know? <laughs> it's great fantastic i love it yeah it's it's i like picking things apart as much as the next antagonizer but you start doing that with the batman and superman etc it's no fun mm-hmm. it's very easy to say well batman would never work in the real world but nobody wants you at their party when you say that i know that just takes the fun out of it it just is all right it just yeah. is <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for getting me caught up on the uh, flavor and the spiritual succession of uh, of Superman and Lois. But I think we made them wait long enough. What do you guys think? Should we just uh, get Wole Parks out here and make him talk with us? I can't Come wait to on, hear it. Come on, Wole. 
I will All right, there. Magic Interview Machine, you heard us. Bring us Wole Parks. Pew, 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 pew. Meanwhile, you see you look great, buddy. How you doing today? You know, I got zero complaints, man. Uh, remember trailer? We're finishing. We're filming the finale right now, so just uh, knocking this out, knocking stuff out right now. Oh wow! Well, this is borrowed time for real. Oh no, no, we're honestly like, keep it real. Like no, dude, I'm like in the first scene and the last scene. So like, there's this huge gap in between. So this is actually perfect. This is great. This gives me something to do. So I'm good. We'll help you kill some time in the trailer. There we go. How are you guys doing? Good, Dynamite. Yeah, good. Dynamite, thanks for asking. So you, the first and last scene, obviously the most important scenes of the finale. Uh, 100%. Obviously the most important scenes we did earlier. Yes, yes. Because I'm in them. No, it's, 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 it's right. honestly whatever scene. <laughs> right on. <laughs> They're the only ones I'm going to be watching. I want you to know. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I'll tune in I, I for the first five and the last talking five. About. That's <laughs> it. It's okay. Uh oh! By the way, I'm I'm Dan, and uh, and that's Jimmy somewhere on another screen in front of you. Uh, thank you like so much for joining us. Well, is it is it Wole? I feel I feel underprepared. No, no, dude, that is perfect. And don't worry, you would not be the first, nor would you be anywhere close to the last person who's not sure how to pronounce my name. <laughs> so you're good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> good. Well, in that spirit, I'll let you have a crack at Jimmy's last name. Jimmy, you want to spell it for him? Uh, no, no, well, no, it's, it's on the screen. It's on the screen. Okay. <laughs> All right. Les, ooh, okay. Les, 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 mm, shit. Lesinski? We're done here. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not bad. That's not, it's actually not bad. It's like, uh, my friends like to joke. It's the wheel of fortune name. Can I buy a vowel? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh it's Lesinski. Lesinski. So oh, you're not too bad. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I would yeah. say you, you basically had it on that second run. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you know, because I, I got thrown off by the S Z C Z part, and I was like, oh shit, am I having to add a syllable that I don't know about? <laughs> right, uh, right. But, but dude, if it makes you feel any better, my, my middle name is Kawamala. Uh, oh yeah. So so like, dude, I'm, I'm with you. Like my full African name would be Wole Kawamala Eganabuza. Uh, uh, so so, but I mean, part's my mom's last name, and you know, that's what I was born with, but. So I, I say all that to say, dude, I feel you on the train of unique names. Right. You're, Dan you, Shea does not understand what we're talking about. He's had a cake not ride. Not a bit. Not you're, a bit. You're familiar with, uh, you know, being in class on the first day of school and the teacher's uh, uh, wole, 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 uh, and, and you just, uh, right here. That would be me. They didn't even do that. Like, like what happens is, is like, they, you know, they're going through the list. They're going through the names. And then, like, you know, they're like James, Jimmy, Dan, whatever. Then, like, then you see them, like, right. Wole. They're like, yes. Yeah. But, like, they literally yeah. just, and you, just, just, just the pause. And you kind of know where you're at in that list, more or less. And you, there's that, that anticipation of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I know what's up. I'm like, yes, it's Wole. They're like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, I got you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Lifelong journey. I'm cool. Wow, the tr- the struggle, as the kids say, is real. Apparently, I, I my heart goes out to both of you. Have a lot of struggle. Yeah. <laughs> it's hey, so let's jump right in. We don't want to. I know you got to get back to set eventually. So, um, I want to start by saying, man, I love this show. It's, it's such a great take on the characters, a fresh new look at everybody. You know, all these characters that can be a little watered down at times. And uh, I especially dug the first, maybe first two episodes where we didn't really know who you were. We thought you were going to be, you were head faking us into thinking you were Lex Luthor. I thought that was completely badass, man. So well done by you. 
Yeah. So, but you kind of, you're the first live action John Henry Irons slash, I don't think mm-hmm. you've been named as Steel yet, uh, following Lakers Hall of Famer uh, Shaquille O'Neal, who who yes. did his who did his best, uh, but so, the, the so infamous, infamous. Right. what's it like to put your stamp on this pretty iconic uh, black superhero, right? From from yeah, I think yeah, came well, out in the 80s, yeah. Well, that's the interesting thing about it is that because I am the first one again, we'll we'll just skip the whole shack of it all. Again, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I love Shaq. I love it. I get it. Uh, but uh, but no. But the whole thing is like because I'm the first one, it it kind of allows me freedom. Like 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 I'll tell you, keep it keep it real. When, when I first got cast, I thought I was Lex Luthor. Uh, you know, like like we uh, after I booked the role, then they they told me what was up and blah blah blah. But I was worried because I know there were so many iconic Lexes. You know, like you got Gene Hackman. You got you got like you got like um. Freaking uh, obviously uh, Michael Rosenbaum, like everyone loves him from Smallville and all that stuff. And then I, like I love the animated stuff, so I think about fucking um, Clancy Brown and all that. So so for me, I was I was worried. So when it became John Henry Irons, it allowed me to be like, oh, I have it, it allowed me freedom because I have no one to to compare it to, or I could just make it my own version. And on top of that, the fact that they decided to give him such a different origin story, because, you know, like, like I don't know if you guys know, but the original of John Henry Irons, you know, he just comes about because during Superman's death, you know, like he feels like there's a void and he wants to come in and fill that in. I'm coming in. I'm trying to kill Superman. It's like a totally different thing. I'm like, I'm not trying to fill you. But I'm trying to kill you. So it's a completely different take. So that was, a, was just really nice. Yeah. So, yeah, like but your relationship with Superman has evolved over the course of these last two seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do can you say will we will you ever? I mean, I don't know if you can say, but I'm going to ask anyways. Uh, will you ever take on the? I, 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 I wonder where you ever, you're going with this. I don't know where well, you're going. I, well, I want to. Will you ever take on the uh, the name Steel? Will you ever? Will it ever be canon in the CW universe? Can we, uh, or, or at least a Superman shield on your armor? I would say I would love for that to happen, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and, and and I think it will happen at some point. Is how I'm going to phrase that answer. All right, very diplomatic. I, I, I know, like, and I honestly I hate that kind of shit. Like, like I don't want. Can I curse on this, by the way? Am I not, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Lay it out. It's a okay, goddamn okay, internet. Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't even <laughs> dropping f bombs. I'm not even asking. Uh, 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 yeah, like I know I hate fucking like, like you know, like 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 giving those kind of answers. But like you know, I can't say what's coming up. But I, I like the best way I phrase it was like the writers' room knows what Steele's character like costume looks like. And they know what he has. So that's what I'm going to say. That's the best answer I can give you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very nice. What about, um, it says here that you're a lifelong comic book fan. What What were you into when you were a little shaver? What What books did you read? I, I lifelong. I mean, like I do when I was. I mean, I was when I was a kid, and I was much younger, dude. I'm 40 now, so I just don't have time. Uh, uh, and, and honestly, like I feel like it's all just Marvel pumps out everything anyway, so I just watch it over there. Uh, but no, I did like. I, I mean, yeah, like I was into the trading cards. Like, I was. I was reading all the X Men comics. Like, like I mean, I love X Men. It's just I, I know it's Marvel. I don't, I'm not one of like you know I'm not gonna fight Marvel versus DC or whatever. It's just it's just about like you know being a kid and having these dreams and getting engrossed into these worlds. Like I, what I would love back then was like Batman and X-Men. That was my big two ones. You know what I mean? Just cause it was so cool. Like, and I just, I, you know, like Wolverine was so dark and that, and that cartoon show from back in the day, the Fox show, that was freaking yeah. amazing. Uh, I, I, I love that. I watch it religiously. I still watch it sometimes now on Disney plus um, that. And like I said, Batman and all that. Yeah. That's what I was doing when I was growing up is reading a ton of comics and playing those trading cards. Just so crazy back right. in the day. It was, it, was a, it was a different, pure 
kind of game back then, I think. In my mind, yeah. when I was a kid, Superman and Spider-Man, they were in the same world. There wasn't a DC yeah. Marvel. I was like, they're just in yes. different cities. I didn't realize they were different houses, you know? A hundred percent. It wasn't as, like, commercialized as now. You know, like, we weren't getting, like, a superhero movie every month. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, this is the new Marvel, this is the new DC, so we got to pump that out or whatever. It was just like, it was niche. Like, you remember when, like, Batman came out? And I don't mean Adam West Batman, that's cool. But I mean, like, you know, like Michael Keaton and seeing all that, like, uh, Batman Returns is still one of my favorite movies ever. Like, Michelle Pfeiffer just killed, kills it, you know? So, yeah, it was a different time. Right on. Uh, I do remember that. That was, there was, that was one of the first, I mean, Superman predated that, right? And we had a couple of yeah. lesser knowns like the Captain America movie, but there was so much hype when that first Batman movie came out in 89 where you couldn't, everywhere you looked was a bat symbol and, you know, they really pumped that up and yeah. they've been kind of biting off that ever since, right? Trying to, trying to recapture that magic of the first one. I, mean, yeah. I absolutely yeah. fell for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, no, dude, me too. I mean, like, I, I love it. It, it, it was amazing. It was just, it, it, that, that was the cool thing about it. And this is where it's interesting because you look at, like, the different takes on it. Like, you know, like, Tim Burton had his interesting sort of, like, kooky, like, a little offbeat humor kind of thing, but it's still dark because it's Tim Burton. You know how he does. I mean, it's like, that's his style, like, Wednesday and all that stuff. Whereas, and then you have Christopher Nolan who comes and was like, we're just going to lead heavy into the dark. You know, that's the whole thing. And then now we have the Matt Reeves version. It's cool. It's just I, I think it all depends on how you what you connect to. And for me, I always feel like, you know, I'm always going to inherently connect to stuff from my adolescence because I grew up on that. Uh, it was like when it meant so more to me. So like that, that's always going to be the quintessential Batman to me, regardless of what, what what's come out since and what will come in the future. And I'm sure some of it will be great. Some of it might not be as great. But but like that's always going to be the one that I go to because it's what I remember. Makes a lot of sense. It's just like the, list, the the music we listen to. It gets cemented at a certain age. Right. And that, right. Right. That, right. Right. That's the ear that I've got forever. I yeah, always yeah. say are, that. Are you also like me? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I always I always say that Batman's a little bit like Santa Claus. Like there's he, he touches everybody and and everybody relates to him in a different way. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Is the we're talking so much about superheroes and superhero properties the. Um, there's been a bit of a purge, I guess you would say, like a lot of the shows that are on TV, we had so many for a long time and now they're kind of tapering off and tapering off. What, mm -hmm. um, you're one of the few standing after the, after the dust settles, uh, Superman and Lois. What, yeah. what, what's that like to be one of the ones left? What do you think is special about your show? And what's the secret sauce? What Aside are you guys you. doing right? How you do? I don't know if there's a secret sauce. I mean, like we're on season three, Arrow got eight and Flash got nine. So they got, they apparently got more sauce than we got. But um, I, I think what it is and what was worked with us and what's probably can be people have connected to it is they, they shifted the tone. Like, like I, I loved The Flash. I remember when it came out, I was obsessed with that. I thought it was really good, but that was also a different time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, I, I, I don't remember when all the Marvel stuff was coming out, but it's just, it wasn't as big as it is now. It's just like, it's like kind of like, obviously it's so overwhelming with all this stuff. And it was a, a cool story. I think what, what people are resonating with this is, you know, they're taking Superman as, as Todd, our, our, our showrunner, likes to talk about. It's like, you know, like, how do you ground, how, how, how can you ground a man, or like, make a man who flies, how do you make a story like that grounded? You know, they gave him family. Obviously, the big thing on the show is family and all that stuff. And I think that's what people have connected to because ultimately, you, it's, it's hard to connect with Superman because he's literally a Superman. I mean, the man's invulnerable except for freaking some green, you know, like, shard of glass, basically. You know, like, outside of that, he can take everything, and that's hard for some people to connect with. But if you ground it based on, like, love and family and ultimately our connections with each other, 
and what we what we what he symbolizes that I think is what people have connected to. Yeah, really leans really leans into that. Like you mentioned, kryptonite is his weakness, but people he cares about are are also his weakness. That's why he's got to have a secret identity, as you know. But you, so they really lean into the like you said, a family and Lois. You can get to him from Lois. Get to him from his two boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. you got to show yeah, his true. vulnerability because otherwise he's just a you know, one note character. That's why you can't make exactly. a good Superman video game. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> start out with God mode. Wait, wait, wait! Did you see? Did you see the Unreal version of it though? You see, like Unreal. 5? I don't know if you guys game. Like, I, I, I don't game like I used to. But like, they did an Unreal Five uh, demo of, of like Superman doing the flying or whatever. That's, I don't know. This is super random, but it was just really cool. But like you're saying, yeah, it's hard to play that game because you have to like, who, who's his enemy gonna be? Doomsday? It's always gonna be Smash. Everything's gonna be super big. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Well, are you gonna be fighting muggers at first? That's just not his. That's not how Superman goes. Uh, yeah, just them off. Yeah. <laughs> so it is, and maybe that's why we keep going back to Superman, too. I mean, I would love to see Christopher Nolan take on Superman, show what kind of weird vulnerabilities he's got in that. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. And also the world of Superman is, I mean, you know, uh, John Henry Irons is just one example of things that have mm-hmm. come out of the world. Like, all right, so what else can we put with Superman to make him interesting? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Vulnerability, the side characters, um, mm-hmm. and and now, how are you going to outshine Superman? That's got to be your goal. I'll You've got to be turning I'll this in, into the Steel Show. Yeah, and that's that's my goal. Like, I mean, I'm about to say because I'm like, it's called Superman and Lois, so it's kind of hard to outshine the two people who are in the title. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, but no, but like you said, like, how do you compliment that? I, I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, I don't think it's spoilery, but I'll I'll say I'll say this. Like, 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 because I've been watching. Cause I'm I'm the bad one. I like to talk crap, and then I'm like, oh shit, I can't. I shouldn't say that. But it's like, look, you know, Superman is an icon, and Superman is very much a a property that's like you know beloved by people. He has to stay a certain way. He's very clean. He's very like you know like pristine for a reason because he's supposed to represent ideals and all that stuff, which is amazing. Um, John Henry Irons and Steel. While on the comic books they did that, we you know we go a little darker. So I will say. The cool thing for me in this season is that Steel, especially with the Bruno Mannheim of it all, and finding out that that's the guy who killed the version of me before, so obviously he's probably going to want to try to kill me. I'll tell you, Steel's going to go through some stuff, and Steel's going to get to do a little bit more fun stuff that Superman maybe not not be able to do, if you know what I mean. He's going to be a little bit he's going to be a little bit more drastic in some ways than Superman, which uh, is kind of cool. Do you can you? Can, uh, again, I'm going to ask. I'm sure you can't I'm say anything. I'm assuming full frontal nudity, then. Hundred <laughs> percent. That, that's like, what that means. That's what I would. I, say. Yep. I've signed it away. Like, like I've realized. <laughs> yeah. I told my mother, "Do not watch this episode. That's coming." What What can you say about the so on your your world, uh, John Henry Irons' original world, uh, before yeah. he came to the? I apologize that I I don't think it's Earth Prime that you came to, right? In the in this universe, well, we'll in this we're, we're, this world where we're at, yeah, right. I don't know, well, which, I don't know which give it a name, right? Anyways, yeah. in your original world, you were married to Lois Lane, and uh, there's always kind of that friction between you and this Lois Lane. Yes. Are we? Is yes. that going to be? Is that relationship going to be explored? Is that friction going to be doused out? 
Well, no, I, I think, you know, thankfully, I think they started, we're moving away from that because the whole idea is he has to accept the reality of where he is now. Like, that's to me also, that was, that was what I wanted to try to bring out in season two was this man trying to reconcile that. He had this idea of, like, Superman's evil. Lois is my wife. This is what I know. He comes to this world where it's different. Lois is not married to him. Lois is married to your mortal enemy, but Superman's also not evil. He's now your ally. So that, I think, for me, his journey in season two was like, okay, how do I deal with this? How do I befriend that? How, how do I be a single dad? How do I do all these things uh, and just kind of morph into something I wasn't before? And so he's on that continued path this season. So, so no, we're not going to explore any of that. I mean, obviously, there's still history between them, and they, they have a relationship. I mean, like, Loris, again, has a relationship with a lot of people on the show. But uh, but I think we're, we're going to stay, stay away from, like, that kind of romanticize, because that also be really weird. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, what's up, Clark? So... I'm gonna hang with your wife, right, who right, used right. to be my wife, who I still kind of have feelings for. So I hope you don't mind. Peace. You know what I mean? Like right, it's, right, it's, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Sharing the home and yeah. everything was oh, very man. weird. I I know we we and we we had actually it was funny we had a scene it got cut well it didn't get cut but it was just uh, like in 204 where um, I think that's where we it got introduced to Bizarro. Uh, last season, I'm trying to remember, right. but somewhere like, around that, there. there was yeah. a scene on the porch. Yeah, somewhere around there were like, and and a scene on the porch where you know Superman Clark's basically like, so uh, what's up? Like, right. you know, like are you are you gonna stay? <laughs> and we're like, and it's like, yeah, well, that's a good question. And and then like Bizarro comes in and throws everything off. But yeah, we were ready. Getting trying to figure out how to how to navigate that little weird. Yeah, just kind of looking at his watch. So uh, <laughs> still here, huh? Okay, right. Do you like need money? <laughs> <laughs> you broke. <laughs> but no, you. Uh, I mean, that's that's good character arc development, though. To go from, I mean, it's very very small minded to assume every uh, dimension, everyone's the same. So shame on him for mm-hmm. that. But he learned that. Stupid. Now he's got to learn how to live in this dimension uh, and uh, eventually get a cape and start killing people. That's what I'm reading into this. this With the full frontal nudity as well, right? So we're doing all With the full frontal nudity. Yes. It's all all on the table. CW (laughs) Season premiere right there over the whole credits. That's why there's there's no belt on that armor, right? Just kind of (laughs) – um, speaking of the armor, I mean, what what would you say is the that's a little. What would you say is the most difficult scene that you've had to film throughout the course of these first all well, three seasons? You're almost done with the third season now. As far as regards to with using the armor, you mean? Uh, no, just in general. I I, I was going to limit it to the armor, but I imagine there's some some maybe some scenes are harder to do physically, or more maybe some are more harder to do. Yeah, yeah, emotionally. Yeah. I, I, I was. I mean, like. Okay, I'll label just overall in armor. Armor-wise, honestly, it was the first scene I had to do. There was it was only because it was I wasn't used to wearing it. So this is like early in season one. I mean, not early in season one, but like because um, originally it wasn't me doing the um, suit. Gunning Warren was an amazing guy. Uh, Warren Shearer, uh, who uh, had to wear it. Uh, but I think when I when I when I I think it was when Clark and I. Uh, when, when he would, he turned evil briefly because he was under mind control, and then I helped him out or whatever. We had that big fight. Not even fight, it just like a, became a verbal thing. We had a physical fight, then it became verbal. And, and I remember we had a scene. I do. I wish there was a blooper for this. I so we've been talking about this blooper reel that doesn't exist. Like we had to do a scene where like you know he flies down, the family's like, oh you back, and then like I fly in, and then like you know just like land next to them, and like I did it, and I'd never done it before because Kyle knows what he's doing. So he makes it look easy. There's an art <laughs> to this to like flying and landing and all that. So like. So I got to come up. 
I, I land and I awkward. Then I like put the put the hammer down, falls over. Then like then we get it up. Then like then, then Lois comes over, like like bitchy comes over, helps me put it back up, falls over again. And I walk over there, squeak squeak squeak. <laughs> and then I do some lines or whatever. Then they're like, okay, I gotta go. And then I like helmet comes on, I gotta fly away, but I go like this, helmet's bobbing. Then I then I don't know what to do. I'm like, where am I supposed to go? And I walk. It's just a mess. So that was just weird because I had never worn it before. It was, it was it was a mess. Um, as far as overall hardest scene in general, um, yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, because I, 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 I'm not trying to, again, like, I'll, I'll say, look, John Henry Irons, is, there's, we're going to dig into his past more this season. Uh, and so there's going to be a lot more emotionality that happens with him. It, it, it's a heavy season for him. Um, so so there's just a lot of trauma he's going to have to deal with. Um, uh, and so, yeah, so, so I'll just say there's stuff coming up this season where it's going to be kind of heavy. The best is yet to come. Well, of all the characters on the show, he probably comes with the most trauma. I mean, I guess yeah, and you know, Sup- I, Superman had his home planet explode, but that was very early I, he, on. I, I, he did, I, well, so did John Henry. Apparently, yeah. he left it. He like left his daughter, and he blew it up, and then she followed him. No, no, no. It, it's it's true. He does have a lot of heavy trauma, and that's that's why like you know, like like season two, I wanted to lighten him up a little bit, have a little more fun, and you know, it's like Bruno's bringing him right back to dark. He's going to be heavy again. <laughs> Um, well, go ahead, Dan. No, sorry, Jimmy. No, I, no. I bet you were going to say something better. Uh, unlikely. I just wanted to um, ask about, you know, so these stories are are not so much made for kids anymore. They're not. so, And I mean, superhero stories in general. And I, they're not so much made for 40 year old guys sitting in their basement, sweating in front of the computer anymore. They're, they're trying to touch as many as many yeah. um, people as possible. So uh, I, I'd like to ask you or get your opinion or maybe a pull quote, whatever you want to call it, um, as far as the LGBTQIA plus community being included in these mm-hmm. stories, not, mm-hmm. not, not specifically Superman and Lois, but in the broad spectrum of superhero stories. Yeah. How, how would you say that's important these days? Well, look, uh, like, like I'm gay, so, so uh, you know, and I, I, I appreciate seeing that kind of representation in general, just because, uh, you know, I, I think actually I was talking to somebody else about this earlier. Um, you know, growing up, I know like diversity has become like such a cliche word at this point because we hear it all over the place, and some people kind of get annoyed at that. But like, you know, when when you when you grow up, and 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 your lifestyle is always poll tested. When you when you grow up and people are just debating stuff about you that who have nothing to do with you, it really messes with your head, you know. So 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 you know because like most people don't have to like they're not like hey should should you be allowed to be married like let's put, ask the public what they think like you know there's none of like you know a lot of people don't have to go through that and other what other other stuff like that so it really does mess with you and and I think that's why. Yeah, it is weird. When you, if you think about it from that aspect, it's like, oh, let me ask the public if they're okay with me. Oh, okay, are you guys? Oh, yeah. okay, seventy percent now. Oh, hey, yeah. I'm at the majority. The majority of people think I'm okay. <laughs> yes, like it's, it's it's weird. So 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 um, for me, you know, I think it's important just because I think regardless wherever you are. If you find somebody who's on screen or someone that you could connect to, if you're that little kid where I don't care whatever the difference is about you, whether it's handicapped, disabled, like mentally, mental illness, and like, you know, sexuality, whatever, gender, race, whatever it is, there's something that might be going on that you feel alone. And if you find that one character you connect to, it's amazing. And it can help do so much and help inspire you to keep going. Because sadly, you know, like a lot of these kids, man, and not even just kids, like suicide's a thing. And, and, and it's, a lot of people choose that. And it's really sad. 
Uh, and, you know, you could feel all alone in a room full of people. And, and, I, and that's why I'm just really glad that we do have any kind of representation that we have, regardless of where it comes from and what it is. I think it's just important for people to feel a connection. Well said. I think uh, I think almost it's 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 sort of similar to way to to what comic books and superheroes are kind of are there for. Is yeah. like anybody can watch that and feel like I wish that could be me. I wish I wish I had that power. I wish I had I don't know like the whole world where those are the rules. You know, yeah, no, you're uh, right. And that's what I think what, what's been interesting about what they did with this show, because, again, like Superman is so invincible, he's invulnerable. People don't connect with that. But like you said, they connect with love. They connect with like that, that emotion. That's what makes it good. That's why, like, you know, like for me, like, you know, keep it real, like Batman's my ultimate one, because like he's he's mortal. It's like I'm taking tragedy and turning that into something. You know what I mean? Like, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to turn, flip that around. Like Wolverine, his darkness, he's like, you know, like he had to go through all that, but he decides to like, keep going. Like, that's what I think people can, can relate to is, is, is a struggle. It's like, life's going to happen. Life always is going to happen. It's simply about what do we do with it? What's our perspective? Do we let it do it? When we get knocked down for that hundredth time, we get up 101. But you just give up. And that's why I think what people really connect with those kind of heroes and hopefully they connect to on the show. Uh, is that uh, Michael Keaton? Is that your favorite Batman? Kevin Conroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can listen to him and Mark Hamill, man, like all day long. And look, keep random thing. I was at the gym. This is years ago. I don't remember many years ago. I, I ran into Kevin Conroy. Like he was working on the same gym. And like I'm fanning out, like fanning out. And like, you know, a lot of people don't know what he looks like. I know what he looks like. And like, like, yo, I went over to him. I was like, dude, um, I just had to let you know, like, how important you were to my childhood. Like, you meant everything. Like, you helped me out, blah, 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 blah. And he was so sweet about it. I'm sure he gets it all the time. But, like, it's true. Like, like that, I remember watching Batman. I learned stuff from Batman because it was so well done. Like, like um, Bruce Tim and that whole world, it was so brilliant. It was amazing. Paul Dini, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, he was always very kind and generous. I found him to be very kind and generous with his time. And he really got that people, what, what his character meant to a lot of people. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. For the record, Jimmy is a huge Batman. Uh, I, I was going to say fan, but authority almost. <laughs> I'm also pretty big in the suit these days too. <laughs> I'm gonna say, he's, like, he's a huge Batman period. <laughs> yeah. Just, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Adam West is my favorite, but, but uh, Kevin Conroy close, oh, nice. close second. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I like that. I'm not sure, in fact, if there's any version of Batman you don't at least respect to some level, Jimmy. Uh, I could even uh, I could even watch uh, Clooney if I had to, right? You know, it, 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 you know what at, I was at the about. end of the day, it's still somebody being Batman, right? With, with the nipple suit? Okay. Yeah, I mean, right. not my favorite, but you know, it's still Batman, and uh, there's there's a I can't think of one right now, but there's got to be at least one or two scenes in that movie. That are worth that are worth sitting through that whole pile. Maybe not worth it. But. Dan, what about you? Who's who's your favorite? Doesn't have to be Batman. Who, who's your number one? Uh, I gotta be honest. I I would probably lean still towards Michael Keaton, just because I loved his uh, Bruce Wayne the most. Mm, yeah. Like I mean, just his. You know, come on, let's get nuts. That, I mean, I'd never thought the character could be like that. And then as a kid, oh, yeah. I was like, it's electric. Yeah, 100%. And of course, yeah, they, they, everybody they, 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 cheers when you put on the bat suit. 
but I think even the actors who played it are like, you know, that's that's a cheat. That's yeah. That's yeah. that's not yeah. me being an actor. You just get a mannequin to do those scenes. Yeah. yeah. So you know, a good Bruce Wayne to me makes a good Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I I've never found one I didn't like. I, I I think that is spot on. I agree. He was brilliant with that. He the, had this charm and charisma that he could put on the like the darkness of the suit. I'll say I'm I, I don't know anything. I, I don't I haven't seen. I have no insider knowledge, but I know that he's in the the new Flash movie. My prayer prayer is that we get some Michelle Pfeiffer with him. Like somehow, please, 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 please to the to the DC gods, to Jesus himself. Like like I would kill to have both of them back in that movie. I would just lose my mind. Possible. You got you got young Barry Allen running True. through running through time amok, right? And uh, he's doing it all. And you could hide a big cameo like that behind Michael Keaton. Yeah, that's that. That could be the big surprise. All right. Well, I'm gonna. If Again, that actually comes to pass, I'm, I'm not lying. I don't know. I don't, I don't know nobody. I just, I just. That's just me as a fan hoping. That's my goal. That's my dream. Right on. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least a, some reference, a picture on the wall, at the very least. No, 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 no! I don't, I don't want a picture. No, no, that, I don't, don't no. do that. That's stupid. That, that's like, like he, your fans. Michelle Pfeiffer. He looks longingly across the uh, mantle at all the vests, uh, cat women. Oh yeah. It is not. It's not even like a picture. It's just like a whip. It's just like her whip. Her whip. Oh. Like, oh. I remember when she used that whip on me. Whipping some heels. Yeah. Um, well, hey, we've taken up a bunch of your time, man, and uh, I know you got to get back to set making the season three. Um, let me let me bring this plane in for a landing. Let me bring this plane in for a superhero landing and ask you one more mm-hmm. on our way out the door. When I was a young man, I used to have to get up really early on Saturday mornings to beat my brother to the couch to get the good spot in front of the TV. But mm-hmm. uh, I would have to get up even earlier than that to beat my parents into the kitchen so I could pour myself a big bowl of sugary goodness. So, Wole, I'd like to know, what was your favorite bowl of Saturday morning cereal, and what cartoons did you watch? Oh, okay. Uh, keep it real. Like, I was poor growing up, so all my cereals were, like, knockoffs. So, uh, uh-huh. Some uh, of the you best know, like, are yeah, I had Frios and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, no, yeah. I love me some Lucky Like, No, I'm we had it like that. It was, yeah, it yeah. was like, but instead of Frosted Flakes, what was Frosted Flakes? It was like, I don't know, sugary snacks, whatever. Stupid. Right. But, but the point is, uh, uh, no, love me some Lucky Charms, number one, Lucky Charms. Cartoon, I said, like I said, X-Men, the 90s X-Men, I will still watch that today, or Justice League, or Batman the Animated Series. Any of those, flip them around. Right. All day. Nice. Excellent right. choices. Definitely hero-oriented. Oh, no, the pleasure's all on this side of the internet, man. Do me a favor. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. And, uh, and we'll see you on the other side. All right, man. Dan, yeah, you got anything else? Uh, I just, I just, uh, I want to watch more, uh, superhero TV. Keep making it. Uh, cause I don't want to go to the movies all the time. I like a nice long story arc. Yeah. Well, I'll say next week we started up season, season three, episode one. It's, it's been forever. So looking forward to that. Super right, Annual man. is season three. Here we go. Exactly. Thanks, dude. Have a great day. Thanks so much. Uh, thank you, all. Great energy, man. Now you'll tell me why Superman peanut butter tastes so great. Never. So fresh roasted, so creamy, so yummy. Then its secret will be mine, all mine. Superman peanut butter. Its strength is its great taste.
Somewhere there was a meeting and they said, all right, what else can we uh, market as Superman? (laughs) I was so excited when I found that commercial because I think in our Smallville episode we did last year, uh, or was it the year before? I forget. But uh, I was talking about Superman. God willing, about eight or nine years ago. (laughs) I don't remember. But, yeah, it was the 10th anniversary of Smallville, and we had, you know, Tom Welling and uh, Michael Rosenbaum on the show. You guys can go to um, our Blog Talk channel and hear that because it was a great episode. But we had um, (laughs) – I think think we talked about uh, – Or anywhere your podcasts are served. (laughs) And, yeah, we had talked about – the Superman peanut butter about it. This is the peanut butter that my grandmother had at her house. So it was, you know, like going and grabbing that jar with Superman on it was such a big deal because we just absolutely loved Superman. And um, great interview, you guys talking to Steel Superman. That's just, that was great. He was amazing. He was fun. I was expecting him yeah. to be British. I don't know why. Uh, almost every actor ends up being British. Well, yeah, especially people that are playing our superheroes lately. So I thought that was kind of cool that he wasn't British. He was very, very, very. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah, Wally Parks, awesome, awesome guy. Great, uh, great chatting with him. It was great chat. Awesome, great interview. Energy. Great energy. Loves what he does. Mm-hmm. Genuine conversation. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, I know you're listening. Thanks, buddy. We had a great time talking to you. Look forward to the next one. Amen. Yeah, Marky, he, I hope you're not there again. There where? <laughs> at at our ch- anyway, it's it's between me and Jimmy and Wole. Go on. What what were you oh, talking okay, about? I you, I just, no, I was just going to say I think he's, you know, uh I think he's going to he's already off to a great career. I don't see why it should stop after the success of Superman and Lois, you know. This is a it's a pretty big role, it's a pretty big character. He's filling it beautifully. Um, he's just this awesome dude, um, great-looking dude. Uh, <laughs> he's just got a good head on his shoulders, and he's cool. Like you know, I, you know, he just sounds like, you know, for lack of a better term, he sounds like one of us. You know, yep. what a, and let's what a just, set let's of shoulders. See if he can survive the Saturday morning cereal curse. <laughs> <laughs> we have that has good luck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now uh, we put bigger stars than him to bed. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Uh, during the break, you said there were some history. changes coming to season three, Marky. What the hell? What gives? Well, um, the um, one of the sons of. Um, of Superman yes. and Lois um, has been recast, which I thought was kind of neat. Have you guys heard about this? No, no. Please continue talking. Yeah. So um, Michael Bishop replaces Jonathan Elassus, um, who pro, who played Jonathan Kent. And uh, I heard about this last year. I didn't think to research it and get more familiar with the with Producer the, of the year. yeah no, no, I'm sorry. no time like the present <laughs> but um but yeah so i just thought that was kind of neat i i know that uh jonathan who was the original jonathan kent I, i'm sorry jordan who played the original jonathan kent um i'm sorry and jonathan this is jonathan kent the grandson this is not grandson the, yes yeah yeah yes. okay i'm with you okay so so yeah um uh, he, I know that he was having some like troubles. I think he, um, he was not, li- he was not able to, there was some like stresses on his life emotionally. And I think that he needed to, you know, step away. I didn't read anything negative, um, into that. I don't think there was a problem with, 
other cast members or anything so like that. So you at home stop reading something negative into it. Yeah, yeah. And again, I didn't do a lot of research on this, but I remember from the original announcement, I read through that and I thought, okay, well, there's just, you know, uh, you know, this this kid just needs a little space, you know, and let's hope he gets, you know, the 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 space and the time and and to get right that's that's awesome you know um but yeah there there is a there is a new jonathan kent uh his name is michael bishop so we're going to welcome him to the show not this show but to the the superman lois show um and the other kind of big news was um michael cutlets Uh, you guys know him from walking dead um he's been a lot of stuff but he was announced as he's going to be the lex Luthor in this show so for real this time. Yeah, I don't think it's another one of those um you know Michael are you talking about Michael Chicken Cutlets? Yes, Michael Chicken Cutlets. Um uh. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Like um you know you know the the actor who who was in uh uh two two and a half men, he played Ducky in uh, what's his name? Uh John Cryer. John Cryer, right? He was the the CW's Lex Luthor um, for its original run, um, which I guess in a re- in a in a way kind of um, qualifies that Superman and Lois is not Earth Prime, because there is another Lex Luthor, and so we're going to get to okay, see him. Yeah, I follow that yep, logic. Yep, yep. And uh, I love the casting. Um, this guy just. I mean, if you shave his head, that's what Lex Luthor looks like to me. Is Michael uh, Cutlets? Yeah, I think it's going to be great. You know, because um, you what, know what Lex, would we know Michael Cutlets from? Well, uh, I I know him most from The Walking Dead. He he played a really great character on Walking Dead. But most of people of our age are going to remember him from Gross Point Blank. He was the troubled uh, tormentor poet of. Um, of John Cusack in the movie Gross Point Blank. Does that ring a bell to anybody? I've seen that movie. Yeah. I can't picture a poet in it, but uh, I don't want to go too far down a bad rabbit hole. He, like, reads a poem when they're by the lockers, and they kind of connect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the former jock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the guy. Yeah, so uh, that's where I first saw him, but... I remember him most from The Walking Dead. So when I saw him on The Walking Dead, I said, oh, that's the guy from Gross Point Blank. Uh-huh. So, now, so now this is the guy for most of our listeners, I'm going to assume when you see him as Lex Luthor, you're going to say that's the guy from Walking Dead. So we're all looking forward to that. So welcome there. Um, and um, the other person that we're going to be able to welcome to the CW is another mm-hmm. alumnus of uh, the walking dead, um, Chad Coleman is going to be, um, I believe he's reprising the role. Cause I think he was in the last se- the last episode of season two. Um, but he's going to play Bruno Mannheim. So we're looking forward to that. That's a cool little character. He's kind of like a mafia guy, right? Jimmy, isn't Bruno Mannheim kind of mafia? Sure. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I'm not they don't, familiar they don't with call that the name. Best color man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous drop in Monty. Uh, uh, to be honest, I'm not sure who that is. I'm not familiar with that character off the top um, of my head. I remember him from the uh, Superman, the animated series. There's a character called Bruno Mannheim. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, was, but, I, I have very limited uh, uh, comic knowledge, but yeah, it doesn't ring a bell for me either. 
cool name though. Yeah, I'll, I'll his backstory is not as important because we're going to get to see him in the third season. But uh, Coleman was um, we actually saw him for a brief moment at the um, Orville panel uh, in Comic Con last year because he's in that show. So you know he brings a lot of familiarity. He's a very he's a you know he's a pretty good he's a he's a very good actor, real good guy, and um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him on a future episode of Saturday Morning Serial. Um, all this and more on season three <laughs> of Superman and Lois already <laughs> yeah. started uh, March fourteenth. Uh, could be all done by the time you listen to this. That's the crazy thing about time. And another thing about time is we're just about out here. Mm-hmm. Anybody uh, else got any got any uh, last gasp uh, comments you you got to make about this show uh, about our wonderful guest Wole Parks or just about you know pop culture in general? Uh, Go I for think it, you guys. I think you guys covered it, but that was a great interview. Um, it's great talking about Superman and Lois. I hope this is not the last season, but if it is. I hope they go out on their own terms. I hope they have a story that they're trying to tell, and I hope that they get to finish that story because it's a good show. Three seasons is fine. It's, that's a that's a good run. That's a good that's a good show. That's a good series. And as long as you tell your story, if you know if get, let's let's get to a final battle, let's get to a final confrontation, let's get some resolution. That's fine. Let's do it. And. Um, Let's go out on a high note, and let's hope that they get to go out on their own terms. Yeah, that's right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I am also fully, fully behind assisted suicide. I read what you were trying to say there, Marky. Uh, I have no inside knowledge. <laughs> I have hardly any knowledge at all. All right. <laughs> inside or other. That, that scans. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think quite literally, then, that's about enough of this. That's about enough of this. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Oh, this is enough of this.